0: Here is what you missed this morning on the Catholic Morning Show. Let's go to our next guest. She is author, award-winning author, speaker, and TV host. What does Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle not do? Hi, Donna.
1: <laughs> Good morning, John.
0: Good to have you on, as always. You make the case that if we're going to spend Advent, we should consider doing so with Our Lady of Fatima in your, in your book. Why?
1: Well, of course, because Our Lady of Fatima is Our Lady, right? Yeah. You know, and Mary has everything to do with Jesus and to do with Advent. After all, she carried Jesus in her womb, her womb for nine months, you know, gave birth to Him. We, we we meditate upon these things during the Advent season, you know, the birth of our dear Lord. And at the time I wrote this book, you know, I had written a couple of other books on, on Our Lady of Fatima. Who, sure. Everything was fresh on my heart and my mind and, and the children, the Fatima children and so many others that I've included in this book. I just wanted to bring to life in, in a book, you know, to help people get through you know, the Advent season day by day.
0: Why? Why are Lady of Fatima for you, for Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle? Why? Why did she really kind of stick for you?
1: That is, a, that is a very good question. Well, I love I love Our Lady. I love her in, in every way she comes to us, you know. But Our Lady of Fatima gives us such a profound message um, to, to take through life with us, you know, to repent from sin, to turn our lives around, to, to pray, and to pray for poor sinners because, you know, she makes the point so many times that they have no one, some of them go to hell because they have no one to pray for them. Wow. So she, you know... These little Fatima children, so full of faith, you know, um, followed that message. Even little Jacinta, to, to her death, you know, uh, choosing to to suffer a little more, you know, for those for those people, for dying sinners, so that they can go to heaven. So it's a profound profound message. You know, Our Lady comes to us; she wakes us up. Just like Advent is about staying awake and. She she stirs our hearts to to think of others, to pray, to do penance, pray the daily rosary, you know, Mm. do the five first Saturday devotion. And I knew Father Andrew Apostoli as a dear friend and spiritual director, and he he was a Fatima expert, and so you know he rubbed off on me. I I think in in a in a big way, really. And um, so I can't help but think of him when I think of of the message and everything too. So. It's very timely and timeless yeah. uh, message, and we really need to heed this message, especially look at the world today. You know, when Our Lady calls us to peace, but she tells us we have some things to do ourselves, yeah. you know, to pray and to offer penance, pray the daily worthy, and do the high for Saturday devotion.
0: What are the prayers of adoration that the angel taught the children, the seers?
1: And which were which were they?
0: Yeah, what, uh, they, what, do do we still pray those today? What are they?
1: Well, we should.
0: Yeah.
1: We, we we should. Um, the the angel taught the children prayers, and Our Lady taught the children special prayers of adoration. Especially now in the the revival, we can use these prayers, and I have them in my book, and pretty much I have them, you know, memorized, and I pray them um, in different times. But right now, John, I have to tell you. <laughs> I didn't sleep much last night. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I'm, I feel a little bit brain uh, deprived and brain okay. dead. <laughs> yeah. uh, but beautiful prayers. And one of the prayers, um, the angel, uh, during the third ad, um, apparition of the Angel of Peace in 1916, so very beautiful, where the angel actually demonstrated to the children that we don't worship the angels, we worship God alone. Yeah. So he had the chalice in his hand and a host hovering above it, and he came to the children, and then he left it hovering in the air, and he got down, bowed down uh, with the children, and demonstrating to them that they give adoration to our lord and they adore him they worship him but not the angel along with angels Mm. we adore our lord so we can call upon the angel not just the angel of peace but our guardian angel and um to ask us to assist us with our prayers as we make our way through advent and to find those times for adoration you know get over to the church it might not be an hour to the chapel. And you know what, John, real quickly, St. Faustina, speaking of getting over to the church, she often adored our Lord in her own heart and soul, because Jesus taught her that Holy Communion stayed with her until the next Holy Communion. Yeah. And, you know, I think we might forget about this or not really understand it or know about it, but I bring this up because if you can't get out to the chapel or the church you're sick or you're taking care of sick people or you're busy in the household you know, taking care of all those kids or whatever it is, you can offer your heart at any time and and pray for a spiritual communion and pray to adore our Lord right where you are. Not to say you shouldn't get over to the church and you know, kneel down fall at his feet and just drink in those graces and pour your heart out to Jesus cry, you know, just be there and And so much happens. He gives us so much peace.
0: Yeah, I'm reminded of Brother Lawrence of the resurrection, the practice of the presence of God, talks about just what you said, right? Um, Adoring God, even in those times where we're not able to maybe make adoration or make it into a church, that we can adore God within our own hearts. I mean, it's so beautiful to think about, and it's so simple.
1: I know. I know. And see, our life should become a prayer, you know, and... We hang around the saints long enough, <laughs> yep. you know, the little shepherd children, uh, uh, listen to Our Lady of Fatima and, and all these other wonderful saintly people who we actually rub elbows with saints in the making, but, you know, to we learn to make our life a prayer, you know, especially offer it, uh, your life, first thing in the morning with a, a strong morning offering in your own words or a formal one, and get... Um, get that day going in the right direction. You know, of course, if you can get the Holy Mass, that's wonderful, the most perfect form of prayer. But So, you know, offer everything first thing in the day, and then just keep praying that you can, you know, offer everything, your prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of that day, you know, for the... Uh, for reparation and for the conversion of sinners and for your own the conversion of your own heart, which yeah. is supposed to happen every day, right?
0: That's well, you, you say, Donna Marie, that we got to have a, a frenzy-free Advent, and and I was thinking almost just exactly that this morning on my way just to just to the radio station. I, I, I was self-reflecting. Who are you doing all this for? Again, here's another reminder in the morning. Who are you doing this? For? Are you doing it for God? You know, what, what are we What are we doing? All, all the lights that we see, all the presents, all the food that we're going to have in this season. I'm, I'm, we're already putting together, you know, we've got this dinner. We've got this gala. We've got, you know, this family get together. What's it all for? You know, yeah. if it's just to have a good time, it's very empty. It's got to be for God. Have fun. Have a great time. Eat good food, all that. But it's got to yeah. be for God in our hearts. And we can, we can really start to build that, this Advent, mm-hmm. through the graces of prayer.
1: Right. Oh, that's such a good point. I even wrote a book for children, came out last year, Christmas Joy with Grandma, and it has the Advent season in there um, trying to teach the kids, you know, don't rush through this time and take your time. And and, uh, so it's hard for kids especially, but for adults as well. You know, we we have all these things we have to do. I I think, you know, one of the things I wish we had an hour to talk, John, (laughs) one of the things I'd love to tell parents, you know, and, and anybody don't try to do so many things like when you're you know you're trying to put on this great christmas and you have everything just perfect just pick one thing you know that your parents did or your grandparents or something try to do that in a you know do that well and everything else you know will fall into place but don't try to do so many things that you you're forgetting what's most important and in advent you know of course we're waiting for the Christ child but also you know the twofold purpose of advent to prepare our hearts for the second coming of Christ amen you know and so and and um, Mary our our lady told saint Faustina that she she was supposed to not only tell the world about divine mercy the message of divine mercy you know turn away from sin turn to god's mercy and become merciful people turn to god before it's too late but also to prepare the world for the second coming Think about that for a second, you know. So during Advent, we have this perfect time to prepare our hearts for the Christ child, you know, to try to, you know, like you said, give everything to our Lord. This is all for for God, not just to, you know, have a good time with all these fun things. We want to do everything well for our Lord. We want to do everything we do for each, one, each person, you know, for our Lord. But to prepare our hearts, you know, meditate like you did, reflect on your life. You know, how am I doing? I don't know. You know, Lord, I want to do better. I want to give more. And just reflect on these things during Advent. Even five minutes a day. Take, or three times a day, do a little reflection. And and ask for the graces. Pray to Our Lady for the graces. She perfects our prayers. She yeah. brings us closer and closer to Her Son. So we can't go wrong with Our Lady. She helps us all the way.
0: You know, I, I, I know it may sound a little weird, everyone, but we, we are preparing for the preparation. <laughs> Yeah. Advent is the preparation. So preparing to prepare for this. But this is the Catholic life. I mean, it is a constant preparation of our hearts for the Lord Jesus, renewing our relationship, inviting him in anew, allowing him to be born anew into my life in Christmas, but but to have a soft place for him to land, a sinless yeah. place for him to land in our hearts. And that's why we, we are continually converting, continually looking to soften our hearts uh, for our Lord. Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle is helping with that through the devotion of Our Lady of Fatima. It's just a fantastic devotion, everyone, to, to really kind of take into your life, read about, and see if Our Lady gets you through here. She might not, but uh, reading about a book like this or, or reading about Our Lady of Fatima, I, I know she's taken a lot of hearts with her to the Lord Jesus, and that's what, uh, that's what she always wants to do as our mother. Uh, Donna Marie, God bless your work. How could people get your book?
1: Oh, they can come to my website, triple w dot com. They can go to Sophia Institute Press, the the publisher of this book, and you know Amazon or your heroic local Catholic bookstore. That's right. So, and I wish everyone a beautiful grace-filled Advent season. You know, let's let's go into it with gusto and let's try to. You know, keep praying all the way.
0: That's right. You can go to Divine Treasures locally here, uh, Advent with Our Lady of Fatima. If they don't have it, they will certainly order it for you, Donna Marie Cooper-Boyle. God bless your work, Donna. Thank you. Oh,
1: God bless you, John. Thanks for everything that you
0: do. Of course. Listen to the Catholic Morning Show weekday mornings at 7 on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, iowacatholicradio.com, or the Iowa Catholic Radio app.